This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Meow Mix Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And today we are going to talk about the Panthers versus Rams. Unfortunately, this one didn't go the way we had hoped. A uh, game of missed opportunities, I think, is what we're going to look back on this one as. Yeah, it, it felt very reminiscent of last year towards the end of the season where we hung in there, hung in there. You know, we had a chance and it just fell flat. Yeah, fell behind early in this one. A uh, couple of pretty big mistakes. Uh, certainly the DJ Moore fumble early in the first quarter. That well, was a first drive. Yeah, we were driving toward down into the red zone, and unfortunately he, he made a move and just the ball got poked out. It happened to him a couple of times last year. Yeah. Hoping that he had fixed that, but unfortunately it looks like... I, he had a pretty good handle on it. A guy got the, his punch straight on it. And, sometimes that just happens. Yeah, you know. but... He needs to take a cue from McCaffrey. I don't know if you noticed when he runs, he runs with a really high and, high and tight, and mm-hmm. anytime he's close to anybody, he puts his second hand on it and holds it really tightly. Yeah, DJ's going to have to fix that. I, he fixed it last year. You know, he had, a, he had a couple of bad games last year where he just couldn't seem to hang on to the ball. Hopefully this is a quick fix. You know, the Panthers... Again, they hung in there. This is a team that went to the Super Bowl last year in the Rams. Yeah, they're not a pushover team. It's a really good team. Final score, 30 Rams, 27 Panthers. Uh, we did get a really late touchdown the Panthers did to kind of make the score a little closer than maybe it should have been. But pretty poor effort on Joey Sly's part to have an onside kick. Not sure how much he's worked on that, given that he was just trying to make the team well, I, he's probably kicked onside kicks or at least practiced onside kicks ever since he was in high school. I mean, in college. and I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know how much, the, how many times he needed They're to like, use those in college. I think they said it was 7% yeah. chance of recovery. They don't work. I've seen him look better than that, though. Yeah, he, I have too. He, he kicked the ball right to Robert Woods. But uh, overall, I thought Joey Sly had a pretty good game. He did miss a field goal early. Uh, but came back and hit a 52-yarder, hit another 40-plus yarder, hit all of his extra points. Um, so Joey Sly certainly, I think, lived up to the hype that I have been giving him. Yeah, that missed field goal really, really shines a little brighter when it's a three-point game. But at the same time, Legatron missed one too. So you can't say, oh, if he just won that. Right. I mean, right. this game is a bunch of what-ifs. It is. Cam threw an interception in the... Uh, uh, fourth quarter and he also threw that fumble we're gonna call it a throw fumble <sighs> yeah i'm still still not sure that was actually a fumble but there's a couple calls that a couple of calls that didn't go our way today that one and the non-fumble call on the rams i think tyler higby yeah caught the ball or, or they called it a catch later on but said Call it a catch. Said they didn't weren't sure if his knee was down. So we're just gonna call it an incompletion. Yeah, that, that made, made no that sense. made no sense. That made it no looked sense. like the ball was out, in my opinion. But I'm a Panther fan. I know I have blue colored glasses on, so it's it's difficult. But that wasn't. We can make up for those type of things, and we did it. Yeah, we're. I know we're all we're all over the place here, guys. Um, 
but the sky's not falling. Yeah, yeah. Let's just kind of look at the game as it went. You know, our first drive ended in a fumble with uh-huh. the DJ Moore. The Rams got the ball, but they didn't really do anything with it. They ended up punting. They went eight plays for 25 yards. I mean, they did nothing that drive. Got it back to us. We had a three and out, punted. Back to them, three and out, punted. Then we had a nice, decent drive, nine plays, 40 yards, but ended up with that missed field goal. They come back and they hit a field goal, so they're up 3 nothing. Then the ill-fated Cam backwards pass. Was it a fumble? Was it not a fumble? Right in, basically puts the Rams right in the red zone. They go two plays, two runs to their backup running back as a touchdown. Yeah, I mean that first half, the defense was really showing up, really saving the Panthers' butts. To be honest with you. Yep. Uh, after that touchdown, we trade punts a few times. Eventually, the Rams do get another field goal. And then we drive down the field at the very end of the first half and get ourselves a field goal. It's 13-3 to at halftime. And we don't feel terrible about it because we've just made some mistakes. But really, in most of the phases of the game, we were dominating. Yeah, they, we only let them have 112 total yards in that first half. Yep. That's impressive. They were the number two offense last year. I know Jared Goff was off. He missed some wide-open throws. But, hey, that happened. You know, happens to Cam. I'm glad for that. Right. And really, like we said, without the fumbles, they don't have 13 points. No. They maybe have six points. They maybe have three points. Yeah. And we maybe have 13 or 16 points. Yeah, I mean, that this first game, drive we should have scored on. Yeah, this game really... We just kind of put we shot ourselves in the foot, and we're gonna say we on this one, guys. We're gonna say we when we're talking about the Panthers because we're huge Panthers fans. We lived and died by this game, and we're just gonna say we. So that's a problem. I'm sorry. Yeah. We just put ourselves behind so early, shot ourselves in the foot, and it's hard to come back, especially against a team like the Rams. They got rolling in the second half offensively. We knew it was gonna happen. I mean, they're they're the Defending NFC champs. They are a very good team. Yeah. Um, so the Rams come out in this early in the second quarter, and they go down the field. We do hold them to a field goal. And then we come back and we get a, a touchdown. Uh, you know, our first possession of the second half. Yeah, I really like that little fake that they had where mm-hmm. McCaffrey was under center or lined up under center while Cam was next to him. When he, he did the quick adjustment, I saw it, and I was like, I think McCaffrey's getting the Wildcat. Yeah. And then when it actually went to him, I was like, it did, and yay. Sort of a fake handoff to Cam there, but untouched, untouched in the end zone. Paradis blocked two guys and opened up that hole for that touchdown. Just want to say good job. Then, unfortunately, the Rams came right back with a touchdown of their own, went up 23-10. to 10. A lot of Malcolm Brown on that drive. He ended up getting the touchdown. Panthers come back and we get a field goal. So it's 23-13, a 52-yard field goal from Sly. So he sort of makes up for that earlier 53-yard miss. And then the game starts to look pretty good for us because we hold them to a three and out and we block the punt. We get the ball, you know. In the red zone. In the red zone pretty much. And we score a touchdown in a couple of plays. McCaffrey with another touchdown. McCaffrey. Amazing this yeah. game. Yeah. Amazing bold, in this game. I'm just saying, my bold prediction was correct. 
I said 150 total yards, and he was over 200. Yeah. Yeah. Great game from McCaffrey. Um, so it's 23-20 at that point, and then the Rams throw an interception. Yeah. James they have a Bradley. really nice kind of gimmicky play to start the drive. A uh, 20-yard run from Robert Woods, mm-hmm. and then the next play, Jared Goff throws an interception. A beautiful play by Bradbury. Yeah. Just jumped the route and... And stole it. Yeah. That was that was just a great defensive play. And at this point, we're thinking, we've got the momentum. Things are looking up. We're getting ready to drive right down the field. Yeah, and that first play of this drive, Cam hasn't run at all. It was a designed run. It was like, what and are you doing? We've been... For no yards. Yeah. McCaffrey's been dominating on the ground. Just just hand it off to him. Yep. Uh, then that then they throw the ball to McCaffrey. He is tackled immediately. And, you know, and then there's a missed throw and we punt. And, unfortunately, the return on the punt is decent. It gets them up to the, around the 40-yard line. It's almost like that interception never happened. They got yep. the ball pretty much right back where they were. And they go down and they score a touchdown. Yeah, I think that kind of deflated the momentum we had from the block punt, interception. Then, Yep, and at that point, you're looking at about, what was it, four minutes left or so? A little yeah. less than four minutes left. Cam's pushing it, and he throws an interception. Oh, and tried to force the ball into Greg Olson. Yeah. And the game's over pretty much at that point. Yeah. So. Interception, yeah. There was a missed field goal by the Rams, and then we we did come down and get a touchdown, nine plays, 69 yards. But at that point, it was just a little too late. Slide did the horrible onside kick, and that's pretty much the ball game. Yeah, the second half, unfortunately, we did have a useless timeout that we called, and then we had the missed challenge that probably should have won, but that counted as a timeout. So really, by the time that you know we scored that last touchdown there's about a minute 58 left it's enough time but we just didn't have any feel any timeouts left and you got if you have even two timeouts at that point you maybe you don't worry about the onside kick you no. go ahead and kick it deep three timeouts you definitely kick it deep one timeout you had to try for the onside kick and it just wasn't going to happen well one of those was the challenge for the fumble, which I still think it was a fumble. I think that was a valid challenge. You can't argue. No, that. You, that was a good challenge. And then, but that way, we wasted on our timeout. Like, Ron, what are you doing? We came in from a timeout and got a penalty for delay of game. This How was, do we not have, I know this is earlier in the game, but right. this is Ron. What are you doing? This is basic stuff that you need to have. You've been a head coach long enough. That this bullshit shouldn't be happening anymore. Well, and that's a good point. This seemed like a pretty poorly coached game mm-hmm. on the Panthers. A lot of mental mistakes. You mentioned that you you know Cam has trouble with his microphone or his headphones in the helmet or something. Yeah. So they call a timeout. He can't get the play in, and then immediately he goes back and he still can't get the play in. But what does he do? He just kind of freezes. He yeah. and he gets mad at the sidelines. Why didn't you send Cam in there with a play just in case it plays. happens? Or or let uh, Cam, why can't you just call a play? Yeah, you're a veteran. You're 30 years old now in this league. He's, this is, this is your offense. Season. Yeah. This is, I mean, granted, you're not Peyton Manning where you're calling <laughs> off the defense, like telling them hell no. But you should have enough guts and glory 
to be able to call a play at the line, look at the defense, and be like, hey, this is where I'm going to go. Even if it's a run. Yeah. Even if it's a simple play or, you know, Cam calls his own number, whatever it is. Yeah, it was a third and seven, and then backed up to a third and 12, and then we did a draw play or something like that that we couldn't even yeah. get in field goal range for. So that was, that's the game pretty much. Just a lot of, a lot of unfortunate events happened, but we almost won the game. Yeah. And at 30 to 27, we did, I think we beat the spread. I don't know if, well, I think oh, it was this, two points. It got yeah, down it to became two, two towards yeah. the end of the week. So unfortunately, or, we did not win against the spread either. Not that that really matters, but. Um, I want to talk about our, de- our run defense. I, I'm sorry. This is this. I'm is, sorry. Did you say our run defense? Because it was. I don't think we have one. Exactly, we don't. I this happened in the preseason, and I was just like, okay, we're running some very vanilla defenses. Maybe they're not. We got Malcolm Brown. Was it? Yeah, he Malcolm looked Brown. good against us. Ty Gurley looked like Ty Gurley. Yeah. yeah Thirty-two rushes yeah, for 166 yards. Five point two yards per attempt. Whatever happened to the whole main goal was to stop the run. Stop the run and we can run the ball. We could run- that's been Rivera's mantra his entire tenure here. Now we did we did you know do pretty well against golf. 186 yards, touchdown and interception, 23 for 39. But a lot of those were also just bad throws on his part. Yeah. He there were some guys that were open. He probably could have had at least three additional uh, completions. And there's a couple deep ones, too, that yeah. could have been 15, 20 yards. Yeah. And Cam missed a, a couple of deep ones himself. Uh, yeah. One in particular, Curtis Samuel had gotten open. Yeah. And that, I believe, was on that uh, drive where in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Where that, you know, we could have actually done something there. That was, that was kind of the pass, I think, that that incompletion really sunk us. Yeah. I think if we would have caught it, the momentum, the. Would... Crowd would erupt, yeah. What do you think about Cam? I mean, he he looked okay at times. He didn't run the ball. No. At all. He did not look like I'm Cam fine with Newton. him not running. I don't want him to risk that shoulder. And the one time he kind of skedaddled because it was a pass play, they kind of got him around, but the hole opened up in front of him. He ran two yards, and there was a linebacker about six yards away from it, and he slid. I don't mind him sliding, but usually he could have gotten a little bit more yards than what he did it was, it seemed like he was scared of contact is cam newton is a cam newton that does not run a good quarterback i don't know a cam newton that is not defensives don't have to worry about him running i mean i think he's a good quarterback is he you know, an MVP candidate. Quarterback. Let's let's ask the real question. Do you think he can lead us to a Super Bowl if he is not running? No, I don't either. I don't I, think and so. that right there is a question. If we're not going to run him, and he doesn't have that ability anymore, this is going to be a long season. I know this is the first week. I and again, they're NFC champs. We're not right. We're not trying to be doom and gloom here. But we didn't get our asses spanked by Minnesota. This is the first game of the season, and Cam, I mean, this is when everybody's at their healthiest. Should be, right? Cam got a little banged up in the preseason, but they said he was 100% ready to go. He didn't throw the ball deep 
more than, I think I saw him throw it 25 yards yeah. or so down the field. It was about as far as he threw it, and he didn't run. So what is – is this a dink and dunk offense like uh, it was early last season when we were worried about Cam's shoulder? Are we still worried about Cam's shoulder? Well, I also think that – I want to give credit to North Turner for this, even though we lost. We neutralized Aaron Donald. I didn't yeah. hear Aaron Donald – I think he only had one tackle. So we neutralized him. And I think part of that is what I said last week was to run the ball at him and dip and dunk. So that may have been just the play to neutralize their best defensive weapon. But that Greg Middleton came yep. in. And, and we did put up 27 points. Yeah. Which, that's not nothing. You know, that's, that's probably going to win you a lot of games in mm-hmm. this league. But uh, not when we're <clears throat> turning the ball over like we did. And the Rams are an offensive team. They average over 30 points a game last year up until the Super Bowl. Yeah. So you kind of you had to know that 30 points is probably the minimum amount of points you need to score to beat this team. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get there. They did beat us in time of possession, which is something that Rivera, you know, prides himself on. They they beat us 33 to 26. Well, they're averaging 5 yards per carry. That's what happens. Yeah, we just couldn't couldn't really stop him in that second half other than getting that interception. No. I mean, Sean McVay went in at halftime. He diagnosed what we were doing on defense, and he fixed it. He fixed his offense. Hey, and that's what good coaches do. And to be honest, we put up 24 points, I think, in the second half, so we did it too. Right, we did. We won the second half, you know, 24-17, I mean, to 17, but... Uh, you know, a lot of the stats are very similar. You know, we all we, yards per play. We actually had more point or uh, five point four yards per play to four point eight, which just means they had more plays than we did. Um, we had more passing yards. They had more rushing yards, but it wasn't a ridiculous amount either way. The score was very close. We they had twenty two first downs. We had twenty one. Here's a big one though: third down efficiency. They were nine for seventeen. We were 5 for 11. So they converted over 50% of their third down attempts, and we were under 50%. Now, I don't know where we where we average started from, but Hecker, besides that one block punt, he was destroying us yeah. like with field position. He Every time he kicked, like he would kick 60-something yards. Our defense would pin him back deep. And we would think we'd have good field position. He would kick it. We're still starting at the 25. Yeah, this, this was a tough game for the Panthers. Yeah. A tough way to start the season for the fans. But I'm not incredibly depressed because, like I said, we did put up a pretty good showing against the reigning NFC champions. Yeah. And we- I think brighter brighter times are ahead. We've got the Bucks next week. Yeah, I mean... Another home game, so... Now, I'm upset, but I'm upset because it's a missed opportunity like we had last year. I'm not... I'm not doom and gloom. We're not... I don't feel this is a 3-13 and 13 team. I think this team still can go 10-6, and 6, you know, even 11-5. But there's things to improve on. Even though you did say this was a 9-7 and 7 team and that we would lose this game in our preview. Yeah. That's okay. That's yeah, okay. I, I mean... I and and, it, and honestly, I had us going eleven and five. I also had us losing this game. This in was our a preview. this was a tough matchup. 
So I think, again, not doom and gloom. Um, but final thoughts here. You want to do some heroes and zeros? Yeah, we'll do some heroes and zeros. All right, go ahead. Uh, for my hero, I'm going to go ahead and pick James Bradbury. Uh, I thought he played really well. I saw him knock quite a few balls down. He got the interception. He looked like he's playing for a contract, and he looked really good out there. Like, solidly, I saw him miss a tackle against a running back, but eh, that's not his job most times. No, that's a good one. That's a great one. You left me the easy one. I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. This game was not a close game without Christian McCaffrey. Over 210, I think, total yards. Uh, Just an amazing performance by him. Looked like he couldn't be stopped. No. Slippery. He needs some guy in the head and just completely demolished oh, his head. That was brutal. Brutal, but he's a great running back. My zero for this game is Ron Rivera. Oh, okay. I'm going to go straight up and call the head man out there. This is your fault for a loss. There was multiple offsides, multiple screw-up timeouts by you. You didn't have your guys ready. You weren't sending them out. We had a 12-minute on the field. They snapped the ball and still got 25 yards play. What are you doing? You're a veteran head coach. Coaching on the hot seat, you don't fuck up like this. This is your fault. That's a good one. Um, My zero, I'm going with Gerald McCoy. Didn't hear his name at all except for a penalty. Yeah. He didn't seem to be getting much pressure. I didn't hear him get a lot of tackles. He just kind of seemed to be out there, and that penalty that he made, unfortunately, was a fairly big one. You go from, I think, a third and seven to a third and two, and they ended up converting. Yeah. Um, just was expecting a little more from a guy that was one of the premier free agents out there, and he's going to be my zero for this game. Yeah, one more, one more before we go. I know we were mm-hmm. kind of wrapping it up there, but we only had one sack. I saw some yeah. pressure get in there, but we didn't we didn't get the sacks in there, and that's kind of and that sack was from James Bradbury. Yeah, you know, kind of a busted play by the Rams, so not uh, wasn't even really a design sack. So Gerald McCoy did have one tackle. So just looking at it, Brian Burns didn't hear a lot from him, although he did have a block or a tip punt, I think. Yeah, and a tackle for loss on he had early. a couple of tackles. Um, Kiwan Short had three tackles. Obata had four tackles. Obata actually looked pretty good out there. Yeah. But uh, Trey Boston led the team in tackles. That's don't know you want your safety to lead the team in tackles, but no, you don't. It is what it is. That just means that a lot of guys were getting into the secondary. Yeah. Hey Luke, step it up next week, man. I didn't hear your name that much. Yeah, Luke, eight tackles. He was third on the team. Uh, he did have a pass defense, but a couple of times it looked like he got outsmarted yeah. by McVeigh. So another, I know we're doom and gloom in here, mm-hmm. but Shaq had a good game. Yeah, Shaq I, had I, a good game. He, he did. He tied Trey Boston for the lead in tackles. I think moving him to the inside linebacker in the three four is really going to benefit him. Yeah, and even though we've been pretty harsh on the Panthers, I think we're both pretty optimistic about oh, the yeah. season. This didn't make me feel any worse about the way the season's going to go i do want to see a little bit let's get a little more creative on the offensive game plan yeah no ended rounds like like we were doing all the time last year yeah it was just kind of dink and dunk 
throw the ball to McCaffrey. I mean, McCaffrey had 10 catches. Throw the ball to McCaffrey, hand the ball off to McCaffrey. DJ Moore, you know, he gets an honorable mission, mention for my zero. Wasn't the zero only because he did have seven catches for 76 yards. I but think he did a solid job. Had a big fumble there. Uh, had, a, I think, another play where he misran a route that ended oh, up in, yeah. a, in an incompletion in a pretty important part of the game. Curtis Samuel, big hype preseason, didn't do much. Had he, one, he, he got, even had one nice catch, but... And he had got open on that deep pan. Did get open, yeah. Could have, could have I, had I a little I was going to say, if game. he catches that, he has 40 more yards and... But he was only targeted four times. Yeah. So DJ Moore targeted 10 times, McCaffrey 11. Oh, there's one more person you're not mentioning because he didn't hit the stat sheet. Yes, our beer bet of the week. Yeah, he did. Chris Hogan, <laughs> one and a half over under, one and a half. Jerry had under, I had over. Got one target, didn't catch it. So. I, I hate to earn it on a loss, but yeah. I will be taking I'll my be, beer on a I'll be Wednesday. I'll bringing the beer, the beer Wednesday, yep. <laughs> so uh, that's the game. We may have a little bit more coverage later on. We're going to go home and think about it a little bit. Come back later on and do some around the NFL stuff. But uh, right now we're going to pause for a word from our sponsor. I'm Dave Lewis, a massive Liverpool supporter. And I'm Eric Neal, Newcastle United, Toon Toon, Black and White Army. We're the hosts of Two Rash Challenges, a weekly podcast about the English Premier League, Champions League, MLS, the men's national team, and whatever else strikes our fancy in the world of football. Look for us on iTunes and Transistor and check us out on Twitter at Rash underscore podcast. Hey, it's the podcast nobody asked for. All right, and welcome back. So we're going to take a look at some of the other scores from around the NFL. Uh, We'll start off with the Bills Jets. The Bills defeated the Jets 17-16. Came back from a 16-point deficit and beat them in the second half. They did. A lot of people are high on the Jets this year in particular, so um, I'm okay to see them lose week one. Don't really have any particular affinity for the Jets. Yeah, me neither. Now, moving over to Minnesota and Atlanta, I love this score. 28-12 Minnesota over the Falcons, and that 12 points was in garbage time. Yep, they got destroyed. Yep, Kirk Cousin only threw for 98 yards. A typical Kirk Cousin's performance. (laughs) (laughs) And they won. They dominated. Dalvin Cook looked really good in that game. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Falcons may not have much this year. Seven and nine last year, but they had a lot of high hopes this year, so we'll see. I don't know. Uh, Eagles defeated the Redskins. That was another comeback. I think uh, they were down at least 17 nothing. Um, came back and went 132 to 27. Yeah, not much to say. Uh, Darius Geis had 10 attempts for 18 yards. I know a lot of people were high on him this coming into the season. Hasn't shown up yet. Yeah, Adrian Peterson was deactivated for this game. So I think uh, next week we can probably count on him being on the field. Yeah, and we have the Titans defeating the paper champion Cleveland Browns. 43-13. to This this is maybe my favorite score of the... Well, maybe my second favorite score of the day. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> the Browns is getting beat down, and you're right, paper champion. Everyone was high on the Browns, just ready to crown them. Ah, they're still the Browns. Yeah, they're still the Browns. They have good talent, but they have a rookie head coach, a suspect offensive line. I mentioned this, I think, or one of our previous podcasts. I am not all in on them. Do I think they're a possible wild card? Yeah, but that's it. They're not going to go to the Super Bowl like that idiot fan who got the tattoo on him. No. Well, idiot. that idiot fan is on every fan base every year, it seems like. But, yeah, they, uh, they, they've got some superstars on that team, but they have a lot of holes to fill on that team. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of news in this next game. The Chiefs roll over the Jags 40-26. to 26. Uh, you know, a, a final score I think we all could have predicted, but lots of... I was of... shocked that the Jacks put up 26, to be honest with you. Well, it, it is the Chiefs, <laughs> you know. Their defense is not known for <laughs> keeping anyone down, but uh, a lot of, lot of news in this game. Nick Foles for the Jags goes down a broken clavicle, otherwise known as a collarbone, yeah. in non-medical circles. Uh, he is out for a while. He's going to have surgery timetable is indefinite in, in terms of his return but uh, you figure he may go on the ir boomerang we'll see yeah uh their backup is i i don't want to call him a no-name guy but minshaw Minshew. Yeah, that's a no-name I, guy. <laughs> i mean he has I mean, a name congratulations no ever for making it. it to the nfl you got to wonder if they're going to be looking at the waiver wire or free agents out there to yeah. come in and start that's going to be an interesting situation to follow. Uh, Tyreek Hill for the Chiefs also goes down with, a, I believe, a shoulder injury as well. Yeah. And uh, he's going to miss a few weeks. Yeah, it looks like he, he could also be one of those IR boomerang guys. So a uh, big blow for the Chiefs, although Sammy Watkins stepped up pretty big for them. Nine receptions for almost 200 yards and three touchdowns. LaShawn McCoy he's finally led living the, up to that co- big contract, isn't he? I, well, you know, how many years later? But, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, he looked really good. LaShawn McCoy led them in rushing. I know that was a late pickup for them. Yeah, and moving on to the biggest blowout of the week so far, uh, Ravens dominated the Dolphins 59-10. to This Tank is it. a little bit of a surprise here that the Lamar Jackson threw for 324 yards and five touchdowns. Only on 20 attempts, also. He had 17 for 20. Amazing. Uh, yeah, <sighs> Tankapalooza is in full effect for Miami. Yeah. I mean, their defense just looked lost out there. I mean, we make fun of Colin Jones when he has to play safety. I, that that whole, whole secondary looked like Colin Jones out there today. <laughs> yeah, it was ugly. and that's not a, that's not a uh, compliment. No. <laughs> uh, next game here, Seattle defeats Cincinnati 21-20 in a game I think a lot of people, uh, closer than a lot of people thought. And actually, the Bengals were winning this game for most of the game. Seattle came back towards the end and uh, squeaked out the victory. But Andy Dalton over 400 yards is the high mark so far for uh, quarterback yardage this week. Got it in a loss. Yeah, I hate to see it. As someone who hates the Seahawks, just I they know. blew it. Was hoping they that, blew uh, it. Was hoping they'd take the L this week, but I oh did well. too. Well, moving on, we have a Andrew Luckless uh, Colts 
losing to the Chargers in a very close one, 30-24. to 24. Eh, yeah, Jacoby Brissett had a solid game. Marlon Mack. It was close. Ran wild. 25 for 174 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I mean, Brissett, I think, held his own. I don't know yeah. how if this score would have been that much different if Andrew Luck was on the field. Maybe, maybe they get another touchdown out of it. I don't know. I did not watch this game, but um, seems like Brissett played pretty well. Yeah, I, I don't. I think Indianapolis is going to be all right in the hunt for a wild card spot, even maybe the AFC South championship. Chargers are a Super Bowl contender after the Patriots, who are by all means after Antonio Brown. Yeah, we should mention um, Austin Eckler, uh, 12 carries for 58 yards and a touchdown, also had six receptions for 90-ish yards and a couple of touchdowns. Um, I think Melvin Gordon is making a huge mistake by continuing to hold out. Oh, yeah. he's They're not a step down from him. It's it, he has no leverage. They're going to be just fine. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next game here. San Francisco goes down to Tampa and wins 31 yeah. 17. This was another NFC South. Oh, yeah. three this week weekend so far. So far. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, maybe we'll see what the Saints and Houston do tomorrow, but. Maybe this won't be such a bad week for the Panthers if we all go yeah. if we go zero and four, but uh, hey, Garoppolo, nothing too special. But Jameis Winston looked pretty bad. Three three interceptions. Uh, just... he, he's the Jameis Winston that the Panthers know and love. Right, he looks yeah. good for a play or two, but then he looks awful for multiple plays. So far, Bruce Arians is not doing much for this team. It's week one. Now, moving on to the main game for the second uh, second group of games, or per the national media, uh, Giants got spanked by the Cowboys. Not a shock. Uh, Jones got in a little bit of cleanup time. That's it. I don't really care about that game. <laughs> yeah, Ezekiel Elliott ended up uh, with about 13 carries, I guess. A uh, couple of couple of uh, targets, one reception, so he seemed okay. He got a touchdown. But, yeah, they, uh, Dak Prescott looked very sharp. Four touchdowns, 405 yards passing. Uh, Michael Gallup, just, I don't know, where did he come from? Incredible performance. So, yeah, uh, Cowboys win. Whatever. Uh, and then, finally, in the last of the Sunday games that we will uh, no finals of, at least by the time we record this podcast, a tie, 27-27. tie! How often do, will that happen? It happened the first week last year and the second week last year as well. We had two ties last year. Uh, and, of course, last year was the first time that, the fir- that a week one game had tied since 1971. This year is the first time a week one game has tied since 2018. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the most interesting thing to say about this game, other than Larry Fitzgerald is ageless and will get 100 yards every game for the rest of his life. I mean, Murray brought them back. They look like garbage in the first half. And, you know, he, he showed some guts and 
bravado to bring him back to at least tie. Yeah, I think Kingsbury said that this was the worst offense he'd ever seen for three quarters, and really bad on the bad on the Lions for allowing them to come back with a rookie quarterback who was having a pretty rough day. I think I looked at somewhere in the mid third quarter he was at a QB rating of thirty, and they yeah. let him come back. So uh, not not great for the. Uh, for the Lions there, but that is pretty much it. Uh, currently, the Patriots are up 20-3 to on the Steelers. Tom Brady continuing to do Tom Brady things. Yeah, and the Steelers look flat. They look like they're like they don't want to be back in Pittsburgh already, that the Antonio Brown saga has already deflated them over everything. I see your use of deflate Patriots game, and I commend you for it. (laughs) I was trying to fit it in. (laughs) All right. And that is pretty much it. Uh, We will be back. I believe we're going to record tomorrow for our preview for the Thursday night game. Yeah, that way it's out for a couple days before the game. And then we'll probably be back again on Friday with a recap of the Thursday night game. Yeah, we will definitely be back Friday. Um, but look for us tomorrow, Monday, uh, or Tuesday, so I'm sorry. Look for us Tuesday. We will record tomorrow and preview Thursday night's game against the Buccaneers, where the Panthers will go 1-1 one one after a victory against the Buccaneers. <laughs> no projections yet. Wait till tomorrow. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to Meow Mix Podcast. Please tell any family or friends. And you can follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast or email any questions or comments to meowmixmailbag at gmail.com. Keep pounding. Meow.